0: Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechevar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechevar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in Simahot for the entire family. Amen. Daf Saddi Aleph. This morning's Daf has been dedicated anonymously in honor of Rav David Katz of Katz Judaica. Katz Judaica on 632 Kings Highway in Brooklyn, 718-375-7272. We want to acknowledge that Rav David Katz is the supplier of all our gemariot. Art scroll for the Daf HaYomi in our Shul <isphere> to mitzvot. Catch Shadayim. Today's Daf is being studied Leilu nishmat Hacham Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam and Avraham Ben Esther. <speaking> Ruach Hashem Tanichem BeGanei Eden. Amen. We begin on Daf Amud Amudbet, the last word on the Amud, and the Mishnah says. Ha'onen, what is an onen? Onen is somebody that uh, lost one of his relatives, one of the seven relatives, which we said would be his father, mother, uh, son, daughter, brother, sister, or wife. In all these cases, until the burial, the relative has a status and Halakha called an onen. So the Mishnah is going to discuss the status of an Onen and bringing the korban Pesah. Now it should be pointed out that an Onen has his status of Aninut so long as the body is not buried. But once the body is buried, then already that status of Aninut is over. And we will see in what reference the Mishnah is referring to an Onen. Ha-Onen et etagal Literally, Mifakaya etagal is somebody that is removing rubble Meaning there was, let's say, a collapsed building And uh, it has a pile of stone or rubble And a fellow now is going and digging the rubble To see if somebody is underneath He does not know if that fellow that's underneath is alive or not Furthermore, or let's say, somebody that the authorities promised him that they were going to let him out of prison, somebody that is sick, or an old person, <coughs> so long as they're able to eat at least a kezayat's worth of the Korban Pesach, shohatin alehim. You're able to slaughter for all these people. Now let's go back and explain. We're discussing setting up the group for the Korban Pesach. As we know, Korban Pesach, you would register in a group, <clears throat> they would slaughter it, and then of course, each member of the group would get at least a kezayat, and they would eat it on Lel Pesach, on the 15th of Nisan. The Korban Pesach was slaughtered on the 14th of Nisan, on the night of Pesach. <clears throat> so Al Mishnah discusses different people that can be registered on the Korban Pesach, even though they are questionable if they are going to be able to eat on the night of Pesah. For example, the Onen. The Onen right now is Tahor. However, there's a chance that he might come in contact with the body. Maybe at the burial and things like that. Now, if he does come in contact with the body, so then already he has what's called tum'atmet. If he has tum'atmet, obviously he cannot eat from the Kurban Pesach. But bottom line, <coughs> at the time that they're slaughtering, since he doesn't have tum'a on him yet, <coughs> he can be registered on the Kurban Pesach. The second case is the Rifakaya. That's the guy that's digging up the uh, rubble. Since there might be a body in there, we don't know if the body is alive or dead. And therefore, since it's questionable, it's a sefik, we can assume that the body is alive. And therefore, because there's what's called in halakha hazaka. Hazaka <coughs> means you keep the status. Since the status was that person was alive so therefore we can keep that status therefore they can slaughter the Kurban Pesach even though this person is registered the second one would be somebody that's in jail now all they did is promise him that they're going to let him out of jail on a promise we can slaughter the Kurban Pesach for him because we assume that the authorities will let him out in time to eat the Qurban Pesach <coughs> furthermore, Cholein, Zaken Choleh is somebody that's sick, Zaken is somebody that's aged, so long as they can eat a kezait, we don't have to assume that they're not going to be able to eat a kezayat. And therefore you can register them as well on the Qurban Pesach. So comes the Mishnah and continues, al <coughs> al Shema Pesach Pesul Which means, you're not allowed to make a uh, Korban Pesach Specifically with these members alone Because maybe they will become Pasul And therefore you're going to have to burn the Korban Pesach Because if they cannot eat the Korban Pesach, the din is you have to burn it So therefore while these people can join other groups but you can't make them a group on their own. As the Rashi says, Meaning, they can join another group. However, they cannot have their own group. She says, Maybe the Onan is going to become Tameh, and therefore is not going to be able to eat. So maybe the guy that's digging the mat is going to find under the rubble that there was indeed somebody that was dead And therefore he is Because he hovered over the Tuma when he was digging the uh, Gal The Havush and the guy that's in prison Maybe they're not going to let him out of jail like they promised him And therefore, or the sick person Maybe he's going to get sicker and not going to be able to eat it As well as the zaken. So therefore, these people over here You cannot make them in a group by themselves, because the odds are against them maybe, that maybe they're going to become pasul. But, if they're in a uh, group with others, they are uh, permissible. Now, I want to point out, that according to the Torah law, <coughs> let's discuss the Torah law of an onen. From the Torah law, an inut is only in the day. The day that the uh, fellow dies, the family member is onen. At night... That is called aninut laila. Aninut laila is only isur medrabanan. Now an onen uh, normally cannot eat from korbanot. Now, if you're telling me the onen is in the day, but you tell me by night already we bring the Qur'an, pesach will be permissible, but it's not so because I'm telling you that it's isur medrabanan. So the hidushah the mishnah as well as that the rabbis waived the law of aninut laila. In a case where you have Qurban Pesach, which is if you don't eat Qurban Pesa, it's so therefore in this case over here, the Onan was on in the day. What's the deen? Slaughter for him. Why? Because at night he'll be okay. Why would he be okay? He's on in. Aninut Laila's Drabbanan. We'll wave the Aninut Laila and therefore he can eat the Qurban. The Mifakya at Slaughter for him during the day. Why? Because in all odds he'll be able to eat at night. For, for that matter, the Zakeh and the Choleh, slaughter for them. You don't have to assume the worst. That being said, you don't make a whole group made of these people because they're all questionable. And what's the problem? The Kurban Pesah might not be eaten by any of these people. And therefore, what's going to happen? You're going to cause the Kurban pesa to have to be discarded, to be burnt. And that you're not allowed to do going into it. The Mishnah continues. Lefikach, <laughs> imira' ba'em Peturin <laughs> Pesach The Hidush over here is At the time that they slaughtered the Qurban Pesach For these people They were considered uh, Kasher in the sense That you could slaughter the Qurban Pesach And they were on the road To becoming uh, permissible By night Now if something happened in the interim For example Let's say the sick guy that was registered Got sicker And now he wasn't able to eat at night It's okay he is exempt from Pesach Shini. Why? Since at the time that they stored the korban and they sprinkled, he was legitimate, that's the main time that it counts. Even though he became disqualified, subsequently, it's okay. For that matter, the, Z- the Zakin, he was legitimate at the time, he was able to eat. After the zedika. something happened, he wasn't able to eat anymore. It's okay, he doesn't have to ring Pesach Shini. Why? Because since he was qualified at the time of the Shaita and the Zilika, for that matter, the Onen as well. Let's say after the shaitan Zidika, the onen became Tameh. He touched the body. He can't eat that night. Doesn't matter. He's patufa pesacheni. This is the time of the shaitan is He's okay. Except for the one that was digging the rubble. Why? Because let's say they find and if he gets under the rubble they find a dead body there. The Tum'ah that he has is retroactive. Mm-hmm. Because as he was hovering over the rubble, the Right, the Tum'ah is on him from before. And therefore, at the time of <coughs> the Shahitah, the Zirikah, he was not qualified. Therefore, the Mifakayah, the in the case where they find a Med, he would have to bring Pesach, sheni. Comes the Gemara. amar raba barhuna amar ab lo shanu ila bet daakum when do we say that a person that is in jail so we said that you cannot make a Quran pesa for a group of people let's say that are in prison alone you can join them in other groups, but you cannot make a group specifically for the people that are in prison. So the Gabra says that's only talking about where they're being imprisoned by Goyim. Aval But inmates that are in a Jewish prison, and the warden promised them that he's going to let them out by Pesach, so you can slaughter for them. Why? Kevan Abtehinu, since they were promised, Mapikle. We can assume that what? The Jew is going to keep his word and let the inmates out. she'erit Israel, No The Jewish people, they are honorable people. And therefore they're not going to lie. And therefore, even if let's say you have a whole group, all the registrants are only inmates. Even though the Mishnah said, (coughs) only inmates is forbidden. But if it's Jewish inmates that were promised by a Jewish warden that they're going to be freed, you can trust His word. And therefore, where were they at the time of the Shaitan, the Zedekah? They were in jail. But by the night of Pesach, they'll be out? Fine. But Goyim, you can't trust. Like the pasuk says, Asher pi di bershav birshav, viminam Yimin shakir. Even though the goy will promise and say, Oh, we'll let you out for Pesach. You can't trust them. And therefore, if you have a whole group of uh, inmates from a Goy prison, you cannot slaughter. Korban Pesach. Amar of Now that which we said, that if it's from a Goy prison, that we cannot make a whole group, amaran ela, chutz That's only talking about if the jail is outside the wall of Yerushalayim. That's the, the wall of the Yerushalayim, the outer wall they would call Bet But if the prison is within the walls of Yerushalayim, Shuhatin Alav. You could slaughter for them. Why? Because even if the goy doesn't let them out, you can bring the Qur'an Pesach to them. Qur'an Pesach can only be eaten within the walls of Yerushalayim. So therefore, even though we don't trust the goy, even though he promises to let them out. Let's say he doesn't let them out. So what? You can make a whole group of Qur'an pesa with only these inmates in the Goy prison because you can bring it to them since they are within the <coughs> wall. Comes the... Yaman continues. We're talking about the case now of the gal, of the pile of rubble that the fellow is uh, digging to see if there are any uh, people underneath. So we said that what? We said if they find somebody that's dead in the uh, Gal, retroactively he is Tamer, therefore at the time of the Sha'ita and the zidikai he was not qualified, therefore he has to bring Pesach Shini. This is only talking about where the pile of rubble is round. Why? Because when it's round, it's like in the shape of a cone. And it comes, let's say, on top to a like a point a little. So when a person is digging, how does he dig? His body is over the pile. And therefore he makes an ohel over the pile. Therefore if you find somebody dead, for sure his body was ma'ahil over the dead body that was underneath. Therefore he's disqualified. But a gal aruch, if it's just a long pile So maybe, how do you dig in a long pile? You start from the extremities and you, you work your way in Maybe the met wasn't only, he was in the pile itself, deeper in And therefore at the time that he was digging, maybe he didn't ma'hil over a met And since he didn't ma'hil over a met, what are we going to say? At the time of the shaitan, the zikah? he was legal And therefore it's okay because I'll say that he was tawar. because maybe he didn't over the mat. brighter support what just said. somebody that's digging the rubble of a gal. sometimes he's patur from Pesach Shini sometimes he's going to be Hayab in Pesachini. Gal Agul if it's around Gal and there's Tumah underneath Hayab because why? he was ma'heel therefore to actually istameh Gal Aruch and there's Tumah Tumah Patur why? Emma Taor because I can say maybe he was Taor because he didn't ma'heel over the event at the time of the Shechita now we move on to the next Mishnah En Shuchatin ita Pesach ala Yahid the very Rebihud has a shita that says, you cannot store the Korban Pesach for an individual. You need more than one person at least on the Korban Pesach to be registered. The Gemara will explain this Shittah. Rabbi says, Matir. says, on the other says, Mutar, even if there's one guy on the Korban Pesach, and according to the Rashi, even if that one guy, can only eat a kezayat, meaning you know there's going to be leftovers going in. It's okay. Harabam has a different opinion. Harabam understands, according to the Biyose, that you can register one guy on the Qur'an pesah, but he's got to eat or have the ability to eat the entire korban pesah. We're learning according to Shitat Rashi, however, that says what? According to the Biyose, even one guy can be registered on the korban pesah. Now this is the other side. Even if let's say you have a hundred members, where none of the members can eat a kezayat, individually, So therefore this is both extremes. While one guy is enough if he can eat a kezayat, but if you have a hundred and none of them can eat a kezayat, that that is a, not a valid haburah. The ein osin haburat nashim va'avadim the Katanim. Nor can you make a group of ladies for the korban pesach. Avadim slaves, meaning eved kenahani or ketanim minors. The gemara will explain exactly what this is referring to. Comes the gemara and says, "Karo lebanan minayin she'en <laughs> shokatin et pesach la'yachid." <laughs> No, we're looking for a source. How do you know that you can't slaughter the Quran pesach for one individual? You need more than one person. Ta'mud <laughs> lo The whole pasuk says lo <laughs> But Rabbi Yudah makes it the Rasha in the pasuk. He reads it as if to say lo <laughs> You cannot slaughter the Quran pesach be'ehad. Period. Meaning, if there's only one registrant. No good. The Rabbi Yosei "Yachid If there's an individual and he can eat, not the whole korban according to the even a kezayit Shuhatin alav. But the opposite, hasara the inuchodim leochlo. But if you have ten and they can eat, each one a kezayit in shuhatin Alahin So the Gemara says, the Rabbi Yoseh, "Hay be'echad, Ma avid le." What is Rabbi uh, Yosef do with the dirashah of Rabbi Yehuda? The pasuk says, How does he learn that pasuk? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yosef, He learns it for as Rabbi Shimon. Now, I'm going to tell you the shitab of Rabbi Shimon outside, then we'll read it inside. As you know, <clears throat> as long as the Beit Mikdash was around, it is forbidden to ring a Qurban anywhere else except in the Beta Mekdash. When the Betta Mekdash was not around, for example, between the first Beta Mekdash and the second Beta Mekdash, for that period of time, as well as other times in Jewish history, there was a heter called heter HaBamot. is a bama? Bama is a altar. Now there's two different types of bamot. There's bamot sibur and there's bamot yahid. Bamot Sibur is a altar that you bring public sacrifices on that altar. The Bamot Sibur, once the first Beit Hamikdash was built, there was never again a tear for Bamot Sibur. Even after the first Beit Hamikdash was destroyed, Bamot Sibur was over. Now, what is a Bamat Yahid? That's a personal Mizbayach, meaning a person goes in his backyard, he builds himself a uh, Mizbayach, doesn't have uh, too much specifications. And he can bring a neder on it, or a nedava. Now that's only talking about where there's no benta Good. Now, that's only at the time of Heter habbamut. Then you have a time of isur habbamut. Isur hab-bamut, obviously, when the benta is built, it's assumed to bring on this uh, mizmeyah. Now, Rabbi Shimon has a shita regarding somebody bringing a korban Pesach on a bamat yahid at the time that the Beit HaMikdash is around so what he's doing is a korban Pesach on a bamat yahid bishat isur habamot now, it gets even a little more complicated not only is he doing that but because the law is, if you bring on a Bamat uh, Yahid At the time of the Isur Abamot For sure it's Isur As a matter of fact, according to the law That would be Isur Karit If one would do that But the mishnah is talking about a specific case He's talking, let's say you brought The Qurban Pesach On the Bamat Yahid Bishat Isur b'amod, But you brought it at the wrong time Meaning, you brought it before Hatsut. Normally, the Quran Pesah can only be brought after midday. Let's say you brought it before Hatsut. Now, you do not get Isur Karet in such a case. That's clear. The only time you get Isur Karet is when you bring the korban in the right time, had you brought it in the Betta Bikdash and you brought it in Bamat The Hidus of Rabbi Shim'on is that. If you bring it before the time, true, you're not going to get an isur karet, but you will get a lotase. You will get a negative commandment. And what is the negative commandment? Lo be'ehad. Lo Now, how is he going to learn this pasuk? He's going to learn the pasuk like this: It is forbidden to slaughter the Qur'an pesach on a private mizbayah when at a time where there is one gate meaning at a time where all the Jews are bringing it in one gate meaning in Yerushalayim that means at the time of the Isur Habamot so if somebody would bring a Korban Pesach on a Bama Yahid Mish'at Isur Habamot before its time while well, he doesn't get karet, but he's going to get a lot ta'asir. so that's what the be does with that pasuk, and now we read it inside because we have a brighter, the How do we know that somebody that brings the Korban Pesach at the time of the Isul Bamot that he gets a negative commandment that you cannot bring the Korban Pesach on a well, Is this going to be so even at the time of let's say Let's say when the Beit HaMikdash is not around Will he also get a transgression? No Only when it's one gate Only when all the Jewish people are going through one gate When is that? When the Beit HaMikdash is around Everybody goes through the same gate to bring the Quran Pesach So again Rabbi yosef Holds like the Bishma'on in regard to the law of that if somebody brings a Qurban, Pesach on a bamat Yahid, Bish'at isur, he's going to get a law taase. Now, mind you, again, this is only talking where he's bringing it before the time, as is explained in length in Masechet Zevachim. Kabbzikem says <laughs> Yehuda ha-minale. Oh, he learned from this Pasuk He learned that story about You cannot register one person Alone on the Korban Pesach Where does he learn the Deen of the Bamot He He learns both things from the Pasuk which means you can learn two things from one pasuk, from different words. So Rabbi Hudah says, this pasuk is versatile. I learned not only the isud of, uh, that you cannot register more than one person, that you cannot register only one person, and I also learned what? The deen of isud, on the pes that you get a law, that I'll say. Rabbi now the other asks the question. What Rabbi Yose? Rabbi de ka'amar Rabbi Dilma kidda ka'amar Rabbi Yehuda da'ata is asking a question according to Rabbi Yosef Fine, you're learning the Pasuk You're learning it like an Shimon. And you're learning what? It's a deen in Bamut Who told you, Rabbi Yehuda Maybe the Pasuk is really coming to tell you What Rabbi Yehuda was saying That what? That maybe the Quran Pesach can only be eaten It cannot be eaten by one registrant Now this is really not a question Because what do you mean? Uh, the Rabbi Yosef has a dirasha and the Rabbi Yudah has a dirasha. So the Gemara is going to be Yosef, who told you your dirasha is the right dirasha as opposed to the Rabbi Yudah's dirasha? Now she says it's really not a question, but the Gemara is just going to elaborate to tell us a clear source where the Rabbi Yosef got his deen from. You wouldn't think such a thing that you can't have one registrant. Why? We have a Pasuk. What does ish lefi ochlo" mean? Ish even one person that's on the Quran Pesach according to what he eats. So therefore the B.U.S. has a clear Pasuk that uh, says that you don't have to have more than one person on the Quran Pesach. Therefore the other Pasuk when it says Lotu Khalzwa Tapasa Behad, he learns it for something else like the Bishimon. Kabara continues. Ramele Rav Ukbabar Hanina Mefarishna Le Raba. Rav Ukbabar Hanina asked a question to Rabbi, he actually wanted a contradiction. Mi amar Rabiuda in Shohatina Tapesa Allah Yahid? Did the bihuda say that you can't store the Quran Pesach for one registrant? What do you mean we have a contradiction? Isha Barishon, Shohatin alaya bifnei When it comes to a lady On Pesach Rishon, meaning the first Pesach So it says Shohatin alaya bifnei If she comes alone, you can store the Quran Pesach for her Wubashini Osin Ota tefela l'achilim On Pesach Shini however, the bihuda holds A lady is not obligated in Pesach Shini if she didn't bring on Pesach Rishon. It's voluntary thought. Therefore, you can only, she can only bring if she's part of a, another group, that she doesn't bring alone. Now, what do you see from here? The B'udah clearly says, but a lady on Pesach Rishon can bring alone. What do you mean? You just told us the Bihuda, that you can't have one registered at the Quran Pesach. So, they answer the question, So, they answer the question, it doesn't mean that she brings it alone at Atsmaa Read it Bifnei Meaning if you have a group of ladies That want to bring it on Pesach Okay, group is a group It's no problem So he changes the word Atsmaa to atzman. nashim Can you make a, a group of Quran Pesach That's comprised of only ladies That in we learn in our Mishnah En osin haburat nashim we said you can't make a group Of either of these people My love We think means You can't make a group All of ladies Or all of slaves Or all of minors oh, so How could you tell me That it's talking about all ladies Gibra says, Amar, le, No, that's not what the Mishnah meant. Nashim, va'abadim, uchtanim. It means you can't make a group of the three of them combined. Why? Why can't you have a group of Nashim, Avadim, and kittanim? So the Gibra says, Nashim, va'abadim. You can't put ladies and abadim, kinaanim in the same group. You know why? Nishum, tiflut, Because it's going to lead to promiscuity. Uh, the men and the women together, especially the avadim, they're not known to be the most modest people. Therefore, they're gonna get in trouble with the nashim. Therefore, it's a va'avadim. For that matter, we don't want the minors, the children, to be in a group with avadim. Mishum What is peritzuta? The she says mishkav zakhur sarmi because the Abadim also, as we said, they're licentious, and therefore they're not uh, too careful in this, so we don't want to put the ladies at risk, nor do we want to put the minors at risk, therefore you cannot have a group that's comprised of these three together. But of course, separately, it would be (coughs) permissible. And now the Gemara goes on to a new point, discussing the obligation of a lady for Korban Pesach. Now, let's just review. If somebody is able to bring Korban Pesach, they have to bring it on the 14th of Nisan. If for some re- reason they were not able to bring it on Pesach Shon, they do have a makeup, which is a month later, on the 14th of Iyad, that is called Pesach Shini. Now it's clear. Men are obligated in Pesach Rishon, and if they don't bring on Pesach Rishon, they have to bring on Pesach Sheni. The discussion now in the Gemara is what about ladies? What is the ladies obligation on Pesach Rishon, and what is their obligation for Pesach Sheni? So the Gemara says, Gufa, <coughs> we learned. Isha barishon shohatin alea A lady on the first Pesach called Pesach Rishon, She's obligated. You slaughter her even if she is alone. As we explained earlier, it doesn't mean she's alone, alone. It means she's with a group. She didn't bring on the first. She could only be part of a group of others. For example, let's say of other men. However, she cannot go alone. So let's analyze the Biyudah's logic. Obviously, the Biyudah says they're obligated in Pesach rishon but if they don't bring Pesach rishon they're voluntary on Pesach Sheni. And therefore, since they're voluntary, they can only come as part of another group. That's opinion number one. Opinion number two: Omer Atzma Rabbi the Yosea comes along and says that what? She's chayav, she's chayavet in Pesach Rishon as well as Pesach Sheni. There's no difference. He is, ladies obligated throughout, just like a man. Rabbi Shem'on the third opinion, Isha barishon osin oda tefela la'ahirin basheni en shohatin aleha kod According to the Bishim'on, he has the most lenient opinion for ladies. He said, ladies, even on Pesach Rishon, are voluntary. If they want to bring, they can join another existing group. But Pesach Sheni, not at all, not even voluntary. So it comes out, let's review the three opinions. You have Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, Pesach Rishon mandatory, Pesach Sheni voluntary. You have Rabbi Yoseh. Says, Pesach Rishon mandatory, Pesach sheni mandatory. You have to be Shem'on, Pesach Rishon voluntary, Pesach Shani not even voluntary. They do not bring it at all. And of course, we're going to have to see where each rabbi draws his source from. So the Gemara says, kame palge. What is the root of this mahlokit between these three tanaim? Rabbi <coughs> Yehuda sabar, Rabbi Yehuda says, b'miksat nefashot regarding pesach rishon it says you bring the korban pesach with a group de'miksat nefashot it doesn't say with the group of men it says with the group of nefashot we will call them bodies and therefore ladies obviously are included vafilu nashim so they were from the words b'miksat nefashot you clearly see they have an obligation on pesach rishon Otherwise the Torah would have said from anashim." From the fact that it said نِفَشَوَ That's all inclusive to say Even the ladies So it comes again what it says And if you're going to say "afidu well, Maybe you're going to tell me Just like they're obligated in the first one Maybe they're obligated also in بَسَحْ شَنِي No regarding Pesach Sheni. It says, if a person does not bring the Pesach Sheni, <laughs> he will have to carry his sin, ishahu <laughs> the man. Ish'a, <laughs> oh, lo. So you see regarding Pesach Sheni, it's only regarding the men. Now, tema maybe he'll come along and say, I'ach'e, afilu tefelana basheni lo. Well, maybe you will tell me that just like they're not obligated, maybe they're not even able to bring voluntarily. How do you know to be Yehuda, that a lady can bring a Pesach Sheni voluntarily, meaning she can join a group? So the Gemara says, Ahaneh, it'll help us the following Pasuk. Kekhon hu kukat ha-Pasach. Meaning the Torah says like this, Regarding Pesach Sheni, it says, Whatever you did on the first Pesach Rishon, do for Pesach Shini. So that Pasuk will use it to tell me that, well, we know ladies are obligated in Pesach Rishon. Well, we know they're not obligated in Pesach Shini because it says, But this Pasuk of Comparing Pesach Lishon to Pesach ni will at least bring the ladies in on a voluntary level. And therefore, make them able to be part of a group. So let's review quickly the Shittah of the Be'udah. The Bi'uda says ladies are obligated on Pesach Lishon because it says, nefashot. The word Nefashot is all-inclusive. <laughs> How do you know ladies are not obligated to Pesach Nishon? Because it says regarding somebody that doesn't bring Pesach O it says, yisa That he will... Have to carry a sin Ha'ish Not the lady Oh How do you know But you can bring them in On a voluntary basis Meaning if they want to bring They can join a group Because the Pasuk says "Kechol chokat That Pesach Sheni Is similar to Pesach Rishon At least that what ladies Do have a connection to it On a voluntary basis That's Shitat Rabbi Yehudan Now we go to Rabbi yosef Rabbi Yoseh said Ladies are obligated on the first one they obligated on the second one the Rebbe Yoseh My tarma Dekhtiv barishon B'mekhsat nefashon V'afilu isha Regarding Pesach Rishon He has the same derasha B'mekhsat nefashon Mekhsat nefashon comes to include Everybody right. Even right. Ladies Uchtiv oh. b'mekhsat sheni Regarding Pesach sheni It says V'nekhleta Ha'nefeshahi Mi Yisrael Now This derasha Is not as it seems it doesn't say anywhere by these words, it actually says these words by a pasuk talks a meharef and a That's somebody that blasphemes God. Somebody that curses God. The Torah says if there's no uh, witnesses, if there's witnesses, they stone him to death. If there's no witnesses, his punishment is karet. Now it says, That's the Pasuk that's written by the Meharif uh, the, uh, the, the and the Megadif. Now, it also says by Korban Pesach Shini, That he will have to carry his sin. Now, the Gemara later on is going to make a Gezerah Shavah between these two. Pesukim, the Pasuk of the Meharif and the Pesuk of the Pesach Shiri. And just like the, by the Meharif, it says the words Hannefesh, which is including... Everybody. So too by Pesach Sheni, when it says it's referring to Nefesh. It's referring to everybody. So therefore, let's review. Rabbi Yosef says ladies are obligated on Pesach Sheni as well. Why? Because we have a Gezera, Shavah from the Mecharef from Megadeth that says the word Nefesh, and, and you get Karet to the case of Pesach Sheni. And therefore, what you get, uh, what the Torah it doesn't say the word Nefesh, but we're going to. Through a gazer ashtra, make believe it does say the word nefesh, therefore nefesh is all-inclusive, therefore ladies are also obligated. Now again, this derasha, we're going to wait till we get to daft Sadigimal. we're going to see it in length, what this derasha. But for our purposes, all we need to know is, according to the Biyoseh, ladies are obligated in Pesach Rishon as well as in Pesach Sheni. Nefesh, tafilu, nashim. Okay, but the Pasuk does say that by Pesach sheni it says Now, you want to disregard the Ish and tell me, no, no, we have a Asha with Nefesh and we're going to put the word Nefesh over there as if it says Nefesh to include ladies but it does say the word Ish What is Ish coming to exclude by Pesach sheni? So the Gverna says It comes to exclude a Katan from Karet Meaning only a man that doesn't bring pesachini will get Karet. But if a Katan doesn't bring pesachini, he won't get Karet. Now, what does that mean? Since when does a Qatan ever get Karet? Karet meaning there's different opinions what Karet is. Either he dies early, or it's mitah, the shamayim, he dies without children. Different interpretations, but the point is, to get what I'm saying. Oh, you know what the ish is coming to tell me? That only adults get Karet, but a minor doesn't. Why would I think a minor gets karet in the first place? So Tosfot says we're talking about a specific case. Let's say you had a minor that was a katan on Pesach Rishon, and then he became an adult in between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. So the Haddush is, if he doesn't bring on Pesach Sheni, he doesn't get karet, even though he's a major now. Why? Because the whole obligation of Pesach Sheni stems from Pesach Rishon. Since he was exempt on Pesach Rishon, even though he doesn't bring down Pesach Shini, he's not going to get karet. Okay, that's already a Yahiduush. Comes to Gibran, and says, The Rabbi shimon ketiv barishon ish. The Rabbi it says by Pesach, Rishon. Now, I guess, let's go you the Rabbi shimon's opinion. The Rabbi shimon's opinion is that ladies are not obligated, not on Pesach Rishon, and not on... Pesach Sheni, he exempts them across the board. What's his logic? So Gemara says, ketiv barishon ish." It says somewhere in Pesach Rishon, we don't know. Yet the Gemara will tell us in a moment. The word ish. What does ish teach you? Ish in isha lo. Very good. Well, maybe he'll tell me be Shimon that they're exempt. Maybe they can't even go voluntarily. Now the bishamon did say that they can join an existing group. How does the bishamon know they can go at least voluntarily to bring korban pesach? Because we do have the pasuk b'michsat nefashot, which is an all-inclusive word. But he learns that that only includes them on a voluntary basis. But you have the pasuk ish that says they're exempt from a mandatory basis. So that's the bishamon. Namim rachmana Which Question mark Meaning, maybe you'll tell me That even on Pesach Shri they can bring it voluntarily But let's review Thank you Rabbi shimon's opinion was That on Pesach Shri ladies cannot bring at all So the was is asking well, the Shimon, you told me that Pesach they they're voluntary. Maybe Pesach Shani, they also can bring it on a voluntary level. How do you know that a Pesach Shani they can't bring it at all? Mi'et, Rachmana, The Torah excluded them. Pesach Yisa Ha'ish. He learns the word Ish, like it says. He doesn't make any dirashot. Ish in, Isha Lo. So, Kazi Gaboran says, Mimai... <laughs> this pasuk that's telling us that they're exempt what is it coming to exempt them from all it says the pasuk is that when it comes to the man will have to carry his sin man, not a lady now, not a lady what what is the lady being excluded from so the Gemara says If it's telling me that they're not obligated in Pesach sheni, of course not. I don't need a Pasuk to come and tell me they're exempt from Pesach sheni. If you told me they're exempt from Pesach Rishon, do I need a Pasuk to tell me they're exempt from Pesach Shini? Of course not. It must be coming to tell you that they're not even obligated on a voluntary level. And therefore, Pesach Rishon, it's voluntary. Pesach Sheni, we have a derasheh that comes and says, they're not even hayav on a voluntary level. Let's review the Bishon on again. On Pesach Rishon, it says the word Ish. Where does it say the word Ish? We'll see momentarily. Ish comes to say, a man is obligated, a lady no. Good. But if they want to bring it voluntarily, meaning as part of a group, they can. Because it says, the B'mechzat, nefashot. Nefashot is general. Good, so we take care of Pesach Rishon. How do you know they're exempt from Pesach Shini? Well, I don't need a Pasuk to tell me they're exempt from Pesach Shini. If they're exempt from Pesach Short, although most of them are exempt from Pesach Shini, how do I know that they are exempt even voluntarily on Pesach Shini? That's the question, the Gemara. And to that, the Gemara says that they're exempt voluntarily because we have a Pasuk that says, <laughs> That comes and says, The man is only liable for not bringing Pesach Shani, but the lady, not at all, she has no obligation whatsoever. Now the Gemara says, Uma kamar Now, this Ish that you told me, that's written by Pesach shon. Could you give me the Pasuk? What, what Pasuk Shimon are you referring to? Maybe you'll tell me it's the Pasuk. Oh, that's a good Pasuk. The Pasuk says that each man will take a sheep for his... Household and that, Maybe that's the pasuk that teaches me only men Can't be That pasuk is used already For a teaching of the B'itzhaq well, What did the B'itzhaq teach us? Amar The We have a rule When it comes to transactions When it comes to, let's say, acquiring something An adult can make an acquisition For a child Or for that matter, another adult Meaning, let's say, uh, somebody adult, he wants to make an acquisition on this book for somebody else. He can pick up the book with intention to acquire it for somebody else. And at that moment when he picks it up, it belongs to the other fellow. That's a deen called the <laughs> Adam You can make a acquisition for somebody. However, a minor does not have that ability. Which means if a minor picks up something, he cannot acquire it for somebody else. How do you know this? You know this from the pasuk that we just quoted. It says, The adult can take a sheep for the family. Meaning his acquisition can be for others. But a minor cannot make an acquisition for adults. So that's, that pasuk is used. So we're back to the question. Where is your pasuk of ish? The only men are obligated in Pesach and not ladies. The mi lefi ochlo. We know it from the pasuk of ish <speaking in Hebrew> ochlo. It says only the men according to what they can eat. So this is what we're going to say. the On's sources only men. Now the Gemara says, "Ha me derbi Yoseh sabar if you remember in the beginning of the Shi'ur, we learned the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef was the one that said that you could even have one person registered on the Qur'an Pesach. If you remember what Rabbi Yosef's source pasuk was, his source pasuk was Ish nefi ochlo." And what did that pasuk teach me? That even... One person can be registered on the korban pesah, and what did he use the pasuk of Lo tuchad esmo for? That he used for the bishim on of the isur of bringing it on a bamat Yahid. So the Gemara says, Ha Yoseh savar la just like we saw earlier that the derabi learns the drasha. On the pasukullah Tukhala Like Rabbi Shim'ron uh, For the, the story of the Bamat Yahid Rabbi Shem'on Namah like Rabbi Yoseh So it must be we can say the opposite as well That Rabbi Shem'on must hold like Rabbi Yoseh And therefore the pasukullah Ishtafi Uchlo is used already What is Ishtafi Uchlo used for? To tell me that you can even register one person So we're back to the question again Rabbi Shem'on, what is your source? Where do you know that only men are obligated in Pesach Rishon, and not ladies? Don't tell me it's from Ishtafi O'chlo, because you must hold like Rabbi Yosef, just like Rabbi Yosef. Like Holds like you, you must hold like Rabbi Yosef because you both were Doresh, the same Pesukim. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Lecha, Niktov Lefi O'chlo. If the Pasuk was only trying to teach me that you can register even one person on the Qurban Pesah, I could have just said Lefi ochlo according to its eater. My ish, why did it have to say ish I can learn two things. I learned number one, the fi teaches me even one eater, and the ish teaches me only men and not Ladies, so let's review the shita of <laughs> the on again. The opinion is what men are not. Uh, men, ladies are not obligated on Pesach, Nishon, at all. Certainly, if they're not obligated in Nishon, they're not obligated in Shini. and, and in they can't even bring it voluntarily. Now, they can't bring it voluntarily from Pesach Shini, because we have a to exempt them because it says Ish, uh, it says Therefore, it exempts them. Totally. totally, from even voluntary level. On Pesach Rishon, they're exempt from the Pasuk of Ishtefi Ochlo. Nefi Ochlo teaches me that even one person can be registered on Pesach. Nebuchadnezzar holds like the, the ish of that Pasuk teaches me what? That only men and not ladies. But even according to the Nebuchadnezzar, it should be pointed out, ladies can bring it voluntarily on Pesach Rishon as part of a group. Comes the Gemaran continues. Keman Azla hadamar, Hazar. Who is the following statement going like? Nabil Azar made the following statement. Which one of the previous rabbis is this statement going like? Isha barishon chuba. A lady. Pesach rishon mandatory. Ubashini لِشُوتٌ On Pesach shini voluntary. ذِدُحَيْتَ shabbat. And even though it's voluntary, if Pesach Shini comes out on Shabbat, you can bring the Qur'an Pesach, on Shabbat. The Gemara says, how could that be? I Duchat We know that a voluntary sacrifice does not push away and override Shabbat. I have to readjust the statement. Read it like this. Rishut. U On the second Pesach, ladies are optional. On the first Pesach, mandatory. V'Duchat Shabbat. Oh, because it's mandatory. Now, who's that opinion that says that Pesach li-shon is obligatory and Pesach Shani is voluntary? Come on. Out of the three opinions that we quoted above, it must be going like, Rebi Uda, that says exactly that. Amar Amar New deen, new statement. En osin habura, shikulam gerim. You cannot make a group of registrants for the Qur'an Pesach if the whole group is made of converts. Why? Sheme de Kubo because they might be very um, meticulous when it comes to the Quran Pesach. The be'ayul pesul and they're going to bring it to pesul. What is this referring to? The gerim were not so learned. Rashi says enan bene Torah. They were not learned. They didn't know all the laws. But as the meidi says. Sometimes when people don't know all the laws, they want to give the impression that they're not just pious, but they're overly pious. They want to show as if they, you know, uh, they want to compensate for their lack of knowledge. So what are you worried about these gerim? These gerim, you're worried that they're going to be extra mahmir. And they're going to say, well, this korban that we brought, it's invalid. We cannot bring it on the mezbah because it has this problem and that problem. And meanwhile, they're going to render a legitimate korban and therefore they're going to waste a Qurban, they're going to burn a Qurban that really was kasher and therefore you cannot have a group just of converts because we're worried in their overzealousness and not knowing the halakha, they're going to be overly stringent and poseh a Qurban that was kasher, therefore you have to make sure you get some uh, regular Jews in there in order to uh, neutralize the uh, that opinion Gemara continues Tanura banan we have a Braita. Pesach Umasa Umaror Barishon Chova. The Kurban Pesach, the eating of Matzah and Maror, the bitter herbs, on the first night of Pesach is mandatory. Mikan Bailah Rishut. From there on in it is only voluntary. The Bisham Omer says, Ba'anashim chova. For the men it is mandatory and for the ladies it is voluntary so the Gemara asks where is this statement going on meaning when you say that from there on in it is voluntary what is that referring to if it's referring to the Korban Pesach that on the first night is mandatory and for the rest of the six days it is voluntary Pesach it does the Qur'an Pesach application all the seven days of Pesach? Of course not, it only applies the first night, and after the first night you burn it, because of notat The Ela of Matzah So the statement must be referring to Matzah Umaror. And to that the Gemara is saying that the subsequent nights of Pesach, Matzah Umaror, is... Uh, voluntary. Where it is, on the first night it is mandatory, and to that Rabishim Shimon is coming to say that even on the first night it is only mandatory for men to eat matzah and not for ladies. So the Gemara asks on that. That for the men it's obligatory, for the ladies it's shoot. Let the doesn't it be shown hold what the Birhazar taught? Nashim, Hayavot, Bachilat Matzah, Devar Torah. Ladies are obligated to eat matzah as well as maror, because matzah and maror go together. They're obligated to eat matzah ha-Torah. On the first night, how do you know that? T'nei Emar lo so chametz, tells us a negative commandment that we're not allowed to eat chametz for seven days, and we have to eat matzot. Now, even though ladies are generally exempted from a mitzvah asimah gerama, and therefore they should be exempt from the eating of matzah, the Kabbalat says, "Called bebal tochal chametz, achol matzah." Whoever is subject to the law of which ladies are because since ladies are obligated in all the negative commandments and the Torah juxtaposes the negative commandment of Hametz to the positive commandment of Matzah so therefore they're also obligated in Matzah as well and the Gemara speaks that out clearly since the ladies are subject to the law of Hametz, they're subject to the law of eating Matzah as well also therefore ladies are indeed how have to eat Matzah and Maror on the first night of Pesach. So therefore, how do we explain the statement in the Ema. We could read the statement like this. Pesach, Matzah, Maror, Barishon, Chodah. That on the first night, Pesach, Matzah, Maror, Indeed, are a Mikan Furthermore, further on the holiday Reshut meaning the Matzah and Maror is a Reshut the Bishon says Pesach Ba'anashim chova, Ba'anashim Reshut and the Bishon comes along and says even Pesach on the first night is only obligatory for the men but it is not for the ladies as we learned earlier the Bishon is going according to his opinion that says that ladies on Pesach Rishon, it is only voluntary. So therefore the bottom line interpretation of the Brayta can be summarized like She says, In Dibura Matkil Ela, Ela hachi kamar, Pesach Masamur, Barishon, Choba. Mikan va'ilach reshut. Now when it says mikan va'ilach reshut, de'ka'eh hai mikan a amatza'a umaror. That's referring to the matza umaror. Because like we said earlier, that the Pesach cannot be going for six more days. However, the Bishon comes along and says, even Pesach that you said is obligatory from the first night, that's only for the men, but not for the ladies. Baruch Anwar al-Holam. Amen